Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show brought to you by Massive Light Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. Hey, doing Carol? Hey, what's up? Not, not much. Been a pretty good week here. I believe it is October 27th. Uh, no. 26th. All right. It's October 26th, 1995. And we're coming at you with some more 90210 action. Yeah. Action, drudging of the same story, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very rehashed. (laughs) We are up to season three, episode seven, Song of Myself. All about Walt Whitman. But the, the episode's not about Walt Whitman. Well, they reference Walt Whitman. They talk about it a couple times, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to, to title the episode this. I, I guess the... I think it does. Okay. Because, okay, because they're talking about Walt Whitman. Now, I don't know exactly, like, the context of the, the poem about Song of Myself, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of, like, self-discovery happening. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't know. I think it works. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us what happened? (laughs) And the people can decide if they think it works. Okay. So, Andrea and Brandon are arguing because Brandon actually wants to drop the newspaper entirely Mm -hmm. because his plan for his senior year is to coast. To coast and to to party on, dude. (laughs) Radical. Yeah. It's funny that her, her name comes up in this episode, the pronunciation of it. Yeah, it does. Andrea. So, uh, their replacement teacher, head of the newspaper person, I don't know what to call them. Their faculty advisor, exactly what they called them in the episode. <laughs> Thank That's you. probably a good one, good place to start. <laughs> so, the replacement faculty advisor comes in because the female, yeah, the female who'd been doing it is pregnant mm-hmm. and on maternity leave or something. And unmarried. Yeah, Brandon's like, I didn't know she was married. And Andrea's like, she's not. It's Brandon's baby. <laughs> you wish. He she, wishes. She keeps, she she kept making like, you pointed out how she was weirdly flirtatious to him. Maybe she's weirdly flirtatious to everyone and that's why she's now pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but this dude walks in and says that he is their new faculty advisor. Mm-hmm. And he really is, though. He's not just a random dude that just walks. No, in. no, no. And hey, I came off off the beach. I'm your faculty advisor. Andrea, you know how she's like this, like force to be reckoned with, mm-hmm. comes at him with all of her force to be reckoned with ideas mm-hmm. as he's trying to go eat his lunch the next day. Like yeah. she's just stalking him through the school. And you can tell he's a bit turned off by that. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, br- bring bring that to the meeting tonight, you know. <laughs> Let me eat. Um, and instead of warming up to her like she is used to everyone, you know, adoring her, he uh, warms up to Brandon, and he suggests to Brandon, oh no, he suggests to Andrea when he runs into her at the library mm-hmm. that she uh, step down and let Brandon be. The uh, editor-in-chief. Now, first of all, he's creepy because when he walks up to her, he's like, you're a teacher's dream. Aren't you a teacher's dream, Andrea? 
Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, even she looked like, what? And then he he's like, well, you've already done it for the last couple of years. Don't you think Brandon, you know, should... should don't you lead? think he needs a push? Don't you think he needs some motivation? Mm. Do you think he could be a leader on him? So he's taking... He criticized the paper, too. Before, yeah. Before any of this happened. He That's was, true. He was like, yeah, you know, the paper was fine, but we can do better. Yeah. So she's already, like, feeling hurt because of his criticism and his rebuttals of her. Mm. And now he's suggesting that Brandon take over. And she agrees. She says, okay. Yeah. Why? I don't what know. What the fuck? I mean, my thought here is that, unfortunately, this is just what women are conditioned to do. And, and she is just being agreeable. I think I think that's part of it. I think that's probably part of the episode. Brandon suggests maybe she has a crush on him. <clears throat> and then in the meeting, one of the other girls asks the question, "Do you ha- are you married? Yeah. And all the girls and stuff start like, hee, they're giggling and everything. Well, it's funny. It's a funny question. That, yeah, it, I mean, it indicates that he has, she has a crush on him. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think he's that great. He's okay looking, but... And I, I really don't think Andrea had a crush on him. I don't and, either. I think that's part of it, too. I think that's part of the sexist stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, and uh, he kept calling her Andrea. He could not be bothered to learn her actual name. Yeah. Well, she said... It's Andrea. A couple times. It's a little pretentious, though. It, I guess, but it's her name. I mean, whether or not it's pretentious, whatever, it's still her fucking name. He should but, use okay, it. Okay, so my name is spelled M-A-R-K, right? Uh-huh. I'm not going to go around and have people say, oh, I need you to call me Merck. <laughs> you know, like, you could pronounce it that way, but it's, I don't know, it, to me, uh, saying, saying, oh, it's Andrea is kind of pretentious to me, but... But her parents said it's Andrea. Well, then her parents are pretentious. I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I don't think that it's like a fucking nickname she came up with. I think it's her name. There's one of my friends that I make fun of all the time, though, because I have another friend named Mark, but his name is spelled with a C. <laughs> and so sometimes our friend Bill will say, hey, Mark. And I was like, hey, no, that's not me. And he'll say, what are you talking about? I'm like, that my name is Mark with a hard K sound. <laughs> you called Mark. With a soft C scent <laughs> at the end. You know, I really don't understand why we have a C and a K. They do the same thing. They make oh, the same sound. Why the letters exist. Yeah, why do we have two letters that make the exact same sound? But they don't make the exact same yes, sound. Yes, they fucking do. Uh, well, let's see. Okay, so what about cellophane? Okay, that's an S sound that's spelled with a C-E. Because mm-hmm. English... Is a messed up language. So you think it should just be S? Yeah. Wow. I would love it if everything was just spelled the way it sounded, wouldn't you? That'd make things so much easier. It would make things easier. Like, we get a lot of our our words from foreign languages, so that's yeah. why. But we don't need two letters to make the same sound. We just don't. What about how would you spell science? This is the way it's spelled? No, no, no! In your your in oh. your new thing, where we're either getting rid of a C or a K, okay, and you want to spell everything where it's phonetic, <laughs> how would you spell science? Okay, S I E N S E S I E N S E science science science. Yeah. Huh. All right. How would you spell seance? 
Seriously? Are we going to have a spelling bee now or are we going to talk about 90210? Come on. So, um, Brandon started out saying he wants to have an easy senior year. He yeah, he didn't now, want to do the paper. He didn't want to be the sports editor. Right, and now he's being pushed to be the uh, editor-in-chief. So, he says to the guy, hey, I don't really think this is a good idea. I think Andrea deserves it. Andrea's the one that has worked hard on the paper, blah, blah, blah. And the guy argues and says, no, no, it's it should be you. You he's, need the push. Andrea's already done it for two years. and He's like, it's her whole life. And she's like, that's my point exactly. She needs to get a life. <laughs> yeah. And you need to lose one, Brandon. It's very weird. It's like this guy saw something. Maybe he thinks he looks like he did when he was a kid or something. Because, I mean, it had to be instantaneous. But he sees something in Brandon that's just like, oh, I got to make you like me. Yeah. Because he said, like, he understands that he wants a party, and he was like that, too, until his senior year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Brandon doesn't like to party. He doesn't. I right. mean, this is him being, him blowing things off is out of character. Right. So that Which was is why it's not going to happen. Right. Brandon being fun would be like uh, the, the total eclipse of the sun <laughs> right. for the show. And then there's a there's a session of school where Andrea is asked to stay after class, and the teacher flat out says, "Why have you been staring daggers at me?" Yeah. And she's like, "Because you haven't called on me all hour." And he's like, "Because I know you know the answer to mm. all the questions." I can see both sides of that. Yeah. Like if and I don't, first of all, other than the fact that she fucking told him, how does he know that she's such a fucking know it all? I don't know. You know, he doesn't know her, but he's acting like he knows her. He, he watched all the episodes prior to this. Right. That's what it seems like. He knows the characters because he's read the, he's read the scripts. And he tells her that she's an overachiever. Mm-hmm. And she finally tells him where to fucking stick it. Right. And tells him. It's like, hey, sometimes overachievers like you need to learn to take disappointments. Yeah. Can you imagine saying that to a student? No. You need to know what it's like to to not always uh, be on top. And she was totally right, though. She said, you know, if I was a man, you would be celebrating my accomplishments instead of calling me an overachiever. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not it's not fair. He's like, if you're saying I'm the least sexist person in this room, Andrea, is what (laughs) what he says to her, basically. Yeah. So but he thinks about what she had to say. Yeah, he actually does take some self-reflection and assesses his own life and, and thinks about it. And, and and then instead of going to her, goes to Brandon. Yeah. I've known dudes like this. And he's like, hey, Brandon, do you think I'm sexist? <laughs> what if Brandon has just been like, no, bro, we're all good. Because he was sexist <laughs> too, right? Right. And they just high-fived each other and then drank a Mountain Dew. <laughs> but that is not how it goes down. Although I love how the teacher approaches it. How do we get out of the doghouse? How do we mm-hmm. get out of the doghouse? Right. First of all, you're the teacher. You're the faculty advisor. You shouldn't give a shit if you're in her doghouse. Mm. Um, second of all, Brandon shouldn't even be in the vicinity of your fucking doghouse. Because well, he didn't do anything wrong. Andrea was mean to Brandon earlier. I think, I think unwarranted. Because he's going through and he's like, you know, he's like, hey, I, I'm changing up the, the format and everything or the layout. And she's like, I liked the way it was before. And then he says, I heard maybe you have some ideas to streamline the paper. And she's like, 
you come up with your own ideas. Yes, I'm not going to give you ideas that I stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning writing. But that's part, part of being a team player. Which is something that they were saying she's not good at and needs to... Because it's like, she and she's like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to give you these ideas so you can take credit for them. And it's like, well, first of all, isn't the output of the paper everyone's collective mm-hmm. effort, you know? It's like, they, she said they won some, like, Quill and Pen Award or something like that. Isn't that all of their, I mean, she's the editor, so she probably gets the award. But isn't that for all of them, all the work they all did on the paper? And then, you know, the only reason he knows it is because the teacher said... Hey, she said she had some ideas. So she'd still be getting the credit. It's not like yeah. Brandon's like, give me your all your ideas and then I'm going to say they were mine. Right. You know, I kind of I, I get why she's pissed off, but I think she's venting it at this in this scene. I think she's venting it to the wrong person. For sure. Because it's not Brandon had no idea of what happened. He wasn't part of this decision. He didn't try to get this job for her. Yeah. The, the faculty advisor guy, Gil. Says to him, you know, that Andrea backed him for the position, yeah. which is not how it went down. No, because she was like, hey, don't you think this is a good idea? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> that's not, uh, you know, Brandon, she, Brandon, he's our man. Right. And she looked like not OK. I mean, if if he were yeah, if, if he weren't walking around with his head up his ass, he would mm-hmm. have known that she was not like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Exactly. But then she does, like like you said in that in the other scene, she does finally give it to the person that where it does belong. Mm-hmm. And instead of being an asshole, he does think about it and comes up with the idea that yeah, he maybe he is. He, he's like, I read all about this sexist stuff before, and I never thought I'd do it, but maybe I am doing it. Maybe so. Maybe at least he's at, at least he's at least he's getting there. Yeah, you know? slowly. And then, uh, so I guess I don't know who comes up with it because they cut. Yeah. But one of them or both of them, co- I think, I guess the look on on Brandon's face, I think, is supposed to imply that he comes up with it because he's like, oh, ah. <laughs> he gets that weird, like, I have an idea face that he always gets where it's like he's 11 years old and is seeing a naked woman for the first time. <laughs> Just as weird, like, oh, oh, oh. like. I don't know, whatever face that Jason Priestley does when he when Brandon comes up with an idea. Well, yeah, like they said, and I don't remember which one of them said it, that they didn't think it would be fair to just give it back to Andrea. I don't see why it wouldn't be right. fair. Just give it back to her. Brandon didn't want it. Well, yeah, he said, Brandon said, I, I'll be okay. I don't want to sound like a quitter because I'm not a quitter, but I, I'd be okay with you giving it back to her. And he's like, oh, that wouldn't be fair to either of you. Be pretty fair to Andrea. I think Gil just wants Brandon there as a buffer between him right. and Andrea. Yeah, I don't want to have to talk to her. So, yeah, so they uh, decide to have them be co-editors. Right, so that'll be great. She gets, to, she gets to handle all the hard work bullshit. And, right. And Brandon will get to handle all the fun stuff that he wants to do. Right. Because he was sitting around the thing when, when Gil came in and he's like, oh, my God, I don't know, like... Ah, this is going to take so long. We got sponsors. We've got, you know, this, we got that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll work out. They'll spend even more time together. Maybe they're going to fuck this season. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. One late night at the, uh, the blaze, the blaze, they'll get blazed <laughs> and then they'll blaze. Blaze should be a, a verb for everything. Right. <laughs> like Smurf and the, the Smurf uh, thing. 
But I mean, I don't know. I don't. Do you think we'll see this faculty advisor guy more? Maybe once or twice again, or or never. One of the two. Because we're not going to be on every episode. Yeah. Yeah, we might see him a couple times, and that's it. It's just like the the Spanish or the French teacher or whatever that uh, like sexually harassed and like (laughs) titillated that principal that never like apparently they went off to France together or something like that. Had a family because he's not principal anymore. Yeah, the uh, the black woman's principal now. It's very weird. Hmm. Yeah, that was like second episode or first episode, and that's it. Plot lines that go nowhere. Mm-hmm. She was like, "If I, you know, if if you enter my vagina, maybe I can teach however <laughs> oh, I want to." <laughs> so the other thing we have going on in this episode mm-hmm. is that the freshmen. Are having senior. Oh, there's two other. There's two other, two other big storylines in this episode. Yeah, it's a packed episode. It is, but there's a freshman senior buddy system thing, mm-hmm. yeah. which apparently Steve signed up for to pad his resume or whatever on his college applications. Yeah, because people are going to go through the college applications and like, oh, grades, okay, you know this. Oh, you were a. Uh, Student, uh, you had a buddy for two days. <laughs> but, okay, well now you're in. Right. I don't give a fuck that. Uh, let's see your let's see your character references. Oh, everyone says you're an asshole, <laughs> except your freshman buddy. Right. So yeah, he has volunteered for this uh, being a buddy to a freshman, and so has Donna. Yep. And, and Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. And they all have storylines with their buddy. There, there was never any uh, freshman buddy, senior buddy relationship that was just like, oh, here's where the cafeteria is, <laughs> and here's where your science class is, and here's where the bathroom is. Bye. Right. So, okay. Nikki. Yes. Who David made out with in the summer. That's right. Audrey from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. She shows up because she has transferred to West Beverly. When you saw that, did you think crazy fatal attraction uh, stalker? Yeah, she looked nuts. Yeah, she gave. I don't know if the I don't know if the actress was trying to do this or what, but she like as foreshadowing or something like that. <laughs> but she did look kind of nuts. Yeah, when she, she looked really at good. him. So she's knocking on the glass while he's DJing, and he you know shits himself in his DJ booth, and she's got to be like thirty too. What? Don't you think? She was a teenager in the 1981 movie, National Lampoon's Vacation. That was 14 years ago. Was she a teenager? I thought she was like 10. No, I I think she was like, I mean, she was obvious. I think she was closer to the age she was supposed to be playing. But I, I think she was like probably 15 or something like that. 14. So you think she's like 30? Yes, I think she's just, I think she's just one of those people that's, tiny short petite and she looks kind of young i think that actress is probably like 30 oh that's messed up that's my guess that's really and messed she's up. playing like 14 so she was sitting on a like 16 year old dude's lap making out with him for a movie or a tv show or whatever but i don't think he's really i don't think he's really 16 either i think he's probably 18 or 19 i mean there's a big age difference but i don't think he's underage yeah so you know she she checks in with him and um, on her way to meet her senior buddy. Who, she, you said you were a DJ, but oh my God, look, this is the greatest place in the whole school. Because <laughs> you're in it. 
And uh, then she gets uh, buddied up with Donna. So life is great for David. You called that, too. I did. As soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, Donna's going to be her buddy. She decided to move from San Francisco to Los Angeles with her aunt. Everyone's leaving their parents in this series for, for convenience sake. It is weird. She's she, Her parents agreed to let her move from San Francisco to Los Angeles because, quote, things were getting crazy there. <laughs> and like, was it your eyes? Because right. that's all I saw at the beginning of this. <laughs> but yeah, so she, she gets uh, partnered up with Donna, who uh, Donna was wearing a lot of cool clothes yeah. this episode. Because that dress that she was wearing when she was waiting for her, her buddy, the like whitish dress or mm-hmm. whatever. It was very pretty. And then the black top that you pointed out. Yeah, she had like black jeans and a black like scoop neck top with like flowers around the neckline. It was mm-hmm. very cool. Not not something that is totally her. No. But it looked good. I mean, not her character anyway. Probably Tori Spellings. Like Tori Spellings character probably, but not Donna's character. Yeah. But but that looks good. Yeah, she was, you know, like the, I think they've. Maybe Aaron Spelling's like, we need to raise the budget on clothes because my daughter wants better clothes. <laughs> Maybe. Kelly looked pretty good in this episode, too, though. I she liked the white nice, dress that yeah. she was wearing. That was nice. Brenda didn't look good this episode at all. At no I point. wonder if they do that on purpose. Or I wonder if that's just, again, I wonder if that's Shannon Doherty's personal preference. Like, how much input do you think they have in their wardrobe? I she would wears imagine. Huh? I was just going to say, she wears a lot of jeans. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if she likes jeans a lot. I don't know. I would imagine they don't have much uh, say in that. Like, mm-hmm. granted, I mean, I'm coming from, like, having worked in theater. Right. I, I don't know what it's like to do TV and stuff. But in theater, mm-hmm. you have no say in what your costume is. That's true. Yeah, because I've done theater as well. And, yeah, they don't. They don't, like, it's, they just tell you what, this is what, it, this is what the costume yeah. is. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. I mean, you can maybe bring something and be like, hey, what do you think of this? But mm-hmm. that's that's where that ends. Right. So, yeah, so Donna uh, meets Nikki, and they hit it off. Oh, my gosh. David's yeah. like, hey, you want to go to the movies tonight? And she's like, or, well, I have lunch. And he's, he's like, I'm having lunch with Nikki. Well, what about the movies tonight? Uh, Nikki's coming over for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, and at one point, um, when David realizes what has happened... Uh, Nikki and I are braiding each other's hair and telling secrets about the summer, specifically. Donna goes to uh, yeah introduce uh, David, and he looks like he's going to pass out. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's just totally like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Like, very smooth. Yeah. You know? So What a great liar. <laughs> what a wonderful... What a wonderful attribute, yeah. Um, so they're pretending like they don't know each other and she and Don are becoming great friends and it's pretty darn awkward for David. Mm-hmm. And Brenda's buddy is the girl from Beethoven. Yes, I believe so. And, um, the nanny. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is, oh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, that can't be right. Cause she looks so young, but I've. I keep forgetting that we're watching the tapes, so it's three years ago. Right. So this was 92 when this was filmed. Okay, yeah. But it's 95 now, obviously. Right. Um, But yeah, I, yeah, I think that's, yes, that's correct, I believe. And she turns out to be uh, Scott's little sister. Yes. The one that shot himself doing a, a Western maneuver or whatever the fuck he was doing at his own birthday party. 
So awful. Well, they just wanted to write that guy out of the show because they realized that he wasn't a good actor and it was going nowhere. Oh, no. Come on. I don't think so. I mean, David went through some uh, personal growth after that happened. Like, it, you know, influenced him somehow. If that blonde kid had gotten the abs that Brian Austin <laughs> Green got, then Brian Austin Green would be, uh, you know, laying at the bottom of a pine box. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> they were like, which one of these geeks is going to grow up to be a chic? <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's Brian Austin Green. Get rid of the other one. <laughs> okay. We don't need him anymore. He was dork insurance. That's all he was. All right. Well, his sister is obviously quite troubled. Um, oh, yes. She, she comes She comes in looking all preppy and like, I'm going to, I'm 4-H club or whatever. Right. And uh, she and Brenda go in the bathroom and she's in the stall for a really long time. And like, Brenda's like, are you okay in there? Mm-hmm. And then she comes out and she's wearing like... I don't she even know like, what to call the clothes that she's wearing. She, it's the, it's the, it's Sandy's transformation from Greece. Right. That's what it is. She goes in there looking like Sandra D, and then she comes out looking like uh, Sandy. <laughs> Tell and me about it. Smoking a cigarette. Tell me about it, stud. Which I'm surprised Brenda didn't just bum one off of her. I think Brenda's done with smoking. I, I know that you are, wish she wasn't done with smoking because <laughs> you want to vicariously smoke through her. Right. But I think she's done with smoking now. So it takes her like until she talks to other people to realize that this was that kid's sister. Yeah, she just sees her like it's it's weird because I don't know if like the freaks are multiplying <laughs> or she's just picking up more and more people with her entourage because it's weird. She's barely in the episode, but we see her in the bathroom. And then each time we see her <laughs> there, she's just passing by the group of people. And each time there's more and more long haired, like nipple clamped uh, guys and stuff right. like around her. It's so weird. Very bizarre. Um but yeah, so Brenda talks to her about how she should, you know, just be herself and mm-hmm. not try to pretend that she's someone she's not and all this stuff. I don't know if it really made any fucking difference. She's like, I'll always be here with you. And she was like, really? And she's like, well, I'll get a counselor. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you don't know what it's like living in that house. And instead of being like, what's it like? She's like, you should talk to a counselor. <laughs> Because I don't really want to know. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I was bluffing. I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't want this much, uh, this much involvement. Right. But I'll tell you to someone you can pay to listen to you talk. <laughs> and then Steve and his little buddy. Yeah, Steve's little buddy was black, which made me nervous because we know how racist Steve is. Is he? I know he's bigoted, but is he racist? There was that episode where Brandon was going out for the the basketball team, right? And Steve seemed very racist. Like, yeah. it was it was like subtle under the under the surface, but he was like, "Oh, them, yeah, they are getting special treatment." And then he was talking about like how like glad he was the Celtics one because they're like the whitest uh, basket, basketball oh, wow. team of the era. Like he doesn't say that's the reason, but Brandon's like, I thought you were a Lakers fan. He was like, yeah, well, you know, my people play for the Celtics or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There was some stuff. I forgot there. about that. But what it ends up, what, what the storyline ends up being is basically an exact copy of how uh, Brandon or not Brandon, how David became friends with Steve. Yeah. 
where he's a dork and Steve makes fun of him and is basically a complete douchebag to him and the guy still wants to kind of be his friend and then he saves him from bullies and then that's it. I don't know like if that guy even really wanted to be friends with Steve. <laughs> and Steve seemed like he was more into ignoring him than anything. Mm-hmm. But he did save him and now they do seem friendly. So He kept calling him Hubert. Instead of Herbert. Do you think that was intentional? Yes. Okay. Because he because as soon as as soon as they became friends, I mean it's a cliche of t- TV shows and stuff. But as soon as they became friends, suddenly he knows what his name is. Right. All right. So yeah, he saved him, and they're going to be buddies. We'll see if anything happens there. I doubt we'll ever yeah. see any of these people again, he's except n- maybe Nikki. He's not coming back. Nikki's coming back. He's not coming back. Oh yeah. Well, Nikki is coming back because she ends up at a party with all of them, mm-hmm. and she likes Brandon. Well, that is the conclusion of the last storyline that we have to talk about, which is Dylan and Brenda making out throughout the entire episode. Yes, and poor Kelly. And Kelly just watching. She um, Kelly's like got her own red shoe diaries pass, just watching <laughs> the two of them. Yeah, she ends up in class with uh, Dylan and Brenda. Like, mm-hmm. how much does that suck? And then it's like they are. They're all over each other. Like, Dylan, get it, get it together. Like, you know what you did. Stop Stop acting like you can just be all over Brenda. Yeah. It's rude. It is. I, I mean, agree. Whatever. He should not He should at least be looking around to make sure she's not around. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, she, their, their relationship's going on. Most, most of what's happening is on Kelly's side, though, or most of what we're seeing is on Kelly's side. Yeah. Because we see them making out and all that stuff, and they're talking to each other and everything, but Kelly's the one that's like... She goes in and says, oh, I want to take this art class with Donna. And the principal's like, "Mm, you never expressed art, uh, interest in art. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, that was weird. And she's like, well, I really want to take this art class. And she's like, well, we'll have to change your entire schedule. She's like, oh, boy, that's awesome. Let's do that. Right. So then she just tries to avoid them entirely by doing that. Mm -hmm. And um, then Brenda finds an earring. Yes, that was the best. (laughs) In Dylan's couch. She's like, what's this? Holds up this earring. And he's like, uh, an earring? Who does it belong to? Must be my mom's. He's also a good liar. Yeah. Very, very quick on his feet there. And he's like, remember I told you she stopped by for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that that was pretty handy because she lives in freaking Hawaii. Yeah, on her way to some kind of retreat in Arizona? I, I guess. Sedona? I don't. No, like he said, what did he say? It was like a convergence or something. It sounded weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, his mom is very weird. Is that is she the one that drank the, like, that took Cindy to that place yes. where they drank the kale smoothies or whatever? And yes. they were in the virtual reality meditation, like, mm-hmm. booths and stuff? Okay. Yeah. She is weird then. <laughs> so, yeah. Brenda's like, okay, then. Like, you could tell she didn't totally believe him. Oh, no. Her, I, like, that. Fantastic acting from Shannon Doherty because mm-hmm. she she went somewhere deep in herself to find that look because <laughs> that was like I am gonna murder you. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't. Even though she kind of knows he's lying. Well, she she alluded to the fact that she thought maybe something was going on with him last episode, and he said. You know, they, they he never answered her, and they were basically just like, "Hey, we're 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 gonna put everything behind us and move on." Right. So then she kind of found proof, mm-hmm. which you know she's not 
um, moving on if she's looking that angry. And well, and she's not that innocent either. Yeah. She made out with Superman. Right? So he gives the earring back to Kelly, who is pissed and says, well, I guess I won't be able to wear those earrings anymore. Right. <laughs> she just throws it in a bush. Like, well, I won't wear those anymore. Yeah. Because Brenda saw them. Well, yeah, she can't see them on Brenda. It makes sense. Yeah. I guess. It's a bummer. I, I would assume they were worth something. Maybe she could have sold them. Yeah, that's true. Giving them away as a present. Yeah. Driven down to Watts and, and sold them at a pawn shop or something. <laughs> I'm sure there's no pawn shops in Beverly Hills. Oh, you really think? Uh, do you think so? That there's in, in Beverly Hills or Orange County as a whole? I yeah, I guess it. that'd be too convenient for the thieves that would be going there to steal the good stuff. <laughs> they should. They should have a drive through pawn shop. <laughs> But, uh, no, they get in trouble if they take stolen goods, you know. Yeah. And they have to have some kind of plausible deniability. So, yeah, she's avoiding them. She lost a pair of earrings. She's feeling pretty bad for herself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the episode, Brenda decides that Dylan should have a, a barbecue at his house. A big party, because he's never using that house. You've got this big house, whatever. Well, That's where I live, Brenda. He pretended that he knew how to start a grill. And because her dad was having trouble and he like wanted to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. So then she assumed that he knew how to barbecue and then they went shopping. And then once they're home with the food, he tells her, I've never barbecued in my life. <laughs> I don't know how to cook at all. Yeah. I ordered room service. You know this. But but well, how does he eat now? Does he just get food out all the time? Maybe she said like he suggested they go back to his house for lunch at school. And she's yeah. like, I know how much food's in that refrigerator. He's like, oh, food's not what I want to eat at my house. Yeah, that was pretty dirty. (laughs) So he uh, totally ruins the burgers. Oh, yeah. Like, just order pizza. Like, you have money. They look like the charcoal that he's cooking. Yeah. It's pretty pretty bad. And like I said, Nikki shows up at this party. Mm -hmm. And her... First of all... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She finds out. She finds out. She's talking to Donna... The day before the party. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're talking about what great, like what good taste they, they share in common. And she's like, I'm so glad that you're not mad about David. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, he didn't tell you? He promised me he was going to tell you last night. But, you know, the thing is, uh, Nikki, is you were keeping Donna so busy hanging out with you that he didn't have a chance. So, I mean, right. that was kind of unfair of her to get mad about. Yeah, but also, he... He he was like, oh, I just got to find the right time. Yeah. Like, there's never going to be a right time. That's true. There is no right time to be like, yeah, I cheated on you. So they have this tough conversation where she's like, nothing happened. And then she's, Donna's like, did you, did you sleep together? It's like, that's, well, nothing happened means we didn't sleep together. Right. Nothing happened means lots happened, but not that. Nikki, Nikki's like, all we did was kiss. And Donna's like, that's all we do. Right. So so she's like, but don't be mad at David. It's not David's fault. He's such a great guy. When I said, let's have sex, he was like, no, I love Donna. So really, like him having a line that he won't cross makes him a great catch. Apparently, yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't think I agree. So Donna says, and I was so excited. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, Donna, take, take control of your own life. Right. Donna says, I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to get even. And instead of actually getting even, mm-hmm. which would have been making out with some dude. Brandon, maybe even. She uh, she and Nikki formulate a plot to 
set him to up entrap. to be caught, I guess. To entrap David. <laughs> so Nikki comes in the party and she's like, I need to talk to you alone. Mm-hmm. And then she just starts like trying to kiss him and tell him how much she wants him and stuff. And he's pushing her away. She's like, no, I love Donna. I don't want to do this. There is no you and me. She's like, <laughs> and then Donna's like, I see you. And they look over and she's there and. And they have a threesome. No, I mean, that is the way it could have gone, but no. Yeah, but no, they, so that she talks to, they talk to each other and he's like, I'm sorry, you know, like he gives the lamest apology ever. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, I love you. You know, like, I don't know if it's bad acting on Brian Austin Green's part or if it's just a really bad apology. (laughs) I don't know. But then she's like, it's okay, you know, or whatever, because you said you loved me. You passed the test. Yeah. And he's like, so you're not mad at me? And she goes, no, not Not anymore. And what the fuck? Like, and she's surprised that he cheats on her again in the future. Yeah. Because it's like, that's not, that's not getting even. That's not revenge. That's not him even getting in trouble for it at all. That taught him nothing. Yeah. It taught him that it was okay. It taught him that he could get away with it. Yeah. As long as he says he still loves you, Mm -hmm. he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. Keep it in his pants. I mean, he did actually have sex with, you know, a couple years. Yeah. But... Well, you know, eventually you got to graduate to that. Can't be satisfied make it out forever. I'm really curious. Like, I can't wait till we get caught up so we can watch the next season because I'm really curious to see if she's going to forgive him again. Now that I know, like, the background mm-hmm. of their relationship, yeah. I feel like she might forgive him. I do, too. She'll be like, it's my fault because we never had sex. I. It sucks because I don't know how long it's going to take us to get caught up. Well, I, th- I think yeah, it's going to take a while for us to get caught up. We're we're in season three. We only have one more season after this, and then we'll be caught up. Yeah, but it's a lot. I mean, we're, we do one a week. That's a lot of weeks. There's like 30 episodes in each season. Well, I mean, I don't think we're ever going to get caught up to where, like, the, you know, people are watching on TV. That's but. what I'm saying. Like, I, if we, I don't know if we can get, I mean, if they do, like, 11 or 12 seasons, then I think maybe we <laughs> could get caught up in real time. Yeah, I think we got to let go of the pipe dream. Yeah, I mean, the only way we could do it is if we like, like, just banged them out. Yeah, we just watched them like, like in a row, and then, um, and then recorded. But like, I don't want to, I don't want to release several recordings all at once. Do you remember though? We got so far ahead because we we did that once where we were just like, let's just watch a bunch of now to an and record a bunch of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it was like a month or two. We didn't have to record any. Yeah. Wait, that's not what happened. That's not what happened, but yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we went, we, what hap, what you're talking about is we listened to, or we, we talked about it as part of the regular show. Right. And then when we said, hey, let's do a second show, a second set of tapes where we just talk about 90210, I took those parts of those recordings mm-hmm. and I made them their own thing and that was how the show started and then while that was going on we were getting a few episodes ahead yeah yeah that's what you're talking about yes anyway but yeah that that's the episode uh you know it ends with uh kelly says that she's depressed and she looks sad she said she has a senior she's having a senior slump yeah a week or half a week in and Brenda, because Brenda's all like, you're not okay. What's wrong? Brendan says, or Brenda says, you're just lonely. We're going to find you a guy as, as good as Dylan. Yeah. And I said, exactly as good as Dylan. <laughs> no better, no less. 
Yeah. Oh, jeez. DNA match for Dylan. Yeah, it was no good. It is no bueno. No bueno. But, and then they, they end, they just fade to black. And it's like, every episode, so every episode so far, it ends with Kelly like, I'm sad because I'm not with Dylan, fade to black. It's like, just break them up already. Yeah. Cause, because we know, we have the advantage of knowing, because we watched season five, uh, or at least part of season five, while it was live, Yeah, that they eventually do get together. Kelly and Dylan. I don't mm-hmm. know when, but eventually they do. And then they break up. Yeah, we know all that's going to happen. And then Kelly has sex with Brandon. Yeah, that's how we left it. Kelly in bed with Brandon. I know. And, and those people stealing Dylan's money and like flying off to South America. After asking Andrea's permission. Yeah. It's still weird. Andrea, who's like has a husband and a baby. Right. I really want to know if they get together at some point. Like, I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense. It's so weird. Kelly coming. Hey, can I fuck Brandon? <laughs> yes, you have the blessing. Like, she, she benedicts her. She <laughs> does the sign of the cross over her head. Yeah, it's very weird. But yeah, that's the episode. All right. So, you know, tell your friends and listen to the tapes and yeah. give us the stars and all that stuff. Yeah, if you want to do, uh, if you want to tell us how good we're doing, you can review the show and put it in our locker, or you can, uh, you know, give us the flows five stars in the locker. Do uh, two things you can do. Two things you can do: tell one friend about the show, and only one, just no one, more. and <laughs> and give us a review of our show and put that up wherever you can do that. And you can write us at latefee nineteen ninety four at aol dot com. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.